Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 148. I am Sean, and joined with me, we have Tony Katz. Yes, we do. And the off-road Andy. Yeah, I'm here as well. All right, this is our entertainment pod. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our sports podcast. I uh, was about to mix those words up and say sports when I meant subscribe. Uh, but okay, we have a few good stories to get to, as we always do, and uh, let's just dive right on in with the magic. You guys like magic? I know Andy likes Magic Mike. <laughs> I do. It's a good movie. Well, I went to Magic Castle last night, in fact, and uh, I'm actually on about four and a half hours of sleep at this very moment in time, so I'm a little lackluster. But uh, I'm still here. We noticed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was awesome. So I went for a uh, Christmas party. Never been before. Never really knew anything about well, it's it. It's a pretty discreet group of people that even can go, isn't it? Yeah, usually? you have to be invited or be a member. It's like being a vampire or something. Yeah. Um, you have to be very dressed up. They do have... Like, my boss actually ran into a guy while he's waiting to get in who was wearing jeans with a sport coat. And my boss like, they're not going to let you in. The guy's like, what? They gave him loner pants. Very oh, much like, like Seinfeld. the Seinfeld episode where he goes, where, where does he go? The Friars Club. Friars Club, that's right. They hmm. give him a sport coat. Uh, so it's, it's wow, like that. that is and pretty then intense. I will say this, though. The confusing thing is because everyone's dressed up, you don't know who works there, who doesn't. <laughs> I didn't like that part, but you kind of catch on. They have an earpiece in or their coat has that weird like penguin drop, you know, at the, on the oh, back yeah. end. The like long conductor. tail. Yeah. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, but it was cool. Um, so we got there about 5.30. You go into a lobby and wait for your reservation for dinner. The, there's a piano there with no one there, but you just tell it like Alexa to play it, anything, and it'll play it. I would have gone, my, heart, my heart will go on 100%. Oh, people are doing all sorts of things. Um, really cool, and it, you know, it shows the keys being played. The coolest part, though, the little seat, it swivels. That's horrifying. As if someone's sitting in it. And uh, there's mine, a photo of the ghost lady named Irma above it, like on the wall, where, uh, sitting there. Kind of cool. It's like they say she haunts the place or something? I mean, no one said anything about it, but yeah, I guess she's this is the ghost Yeah, I think lady all castles are haunted. Yeah. And we're, this is in LA, right? Yeah, it's uh, just... It actually, it's in Hollywood. Does it actually um, look like a castle? It's like right next to... No, so it looks like an old like Victorian house, but it also does look like a house, so it's like, well, how... How do they fit this in? So it goes into the wall, like into the ground, actually. Uh, yeah. So there's a hole underneath, like basement area that you're in. There's got to be some weird shit that goes on. I think it place. holds, you know, 300, 500 people, something like that. There were a lot of people in there. Um, seven or so different, like, areas where you can view magic. As many as 50, 60 people, I, I don't remember what they said. And then some of them are small. Like, I sat at a table the size of the one I'm at right now. With one magician and six other people, and he was doing tricks literally right there for us. That was really cool. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, the big room, I got a front row seat, which was awesome, <laughs> um, but allowed me to see how they did a couple of things. So the very first trick, and obviously they don't show you the best up right off the bat, they have a big fan spinning, fan blade, and uh, he's behind it. His assistant goes up there, throws the towel over it, the sheet, so you can't really see anything but his silhouette because there's a light shining, but it's flickering. And uh, I saw his leg kick out underneath. So he, he was ducking under 
going into the little crawl space beneath the fan and then popping up in front of the fan. Then he comes, jumps through the little sheet. Um, I saw that coming. I could do this trick. Uh, but I will say this. I've seen on Fox or wherever they do, you know, the magician breakdown of how thing like this trick is done. The sawing the lady in half. So the one I've seen on on the show, and he even brought out a flyer. like, this is not how we're doing it, but this is how this trick is typically done. And there's a lady in one end and a lady in the other end, and that's yeah. supposed to be her feet, right? But they're just contortionist, basically. They're kind of squished in there, so only her head is showing on one side, and then only her feet are showing on the other. So the feet keep moving, and they're not fake feet or anything. And then they open it up. Holy shit, they saw it in half. This was not anything like that. The table is flat. They call up two assistants from the audience. One ties straps around the lady's legs and then pulls a rope underneath the table, holding the legs, and he's literally holding her legs the whole time. The other on her neck, same other side of the table. And uh, he puts a box on top of her, but it's not big. No way she could, you know, fold herself in half in this box. And then, to go a step further, anyone want to come up and watch from the other side, just, you know, for authenticity? Eight people go up there and watch from the other side. I'm sitting front row for this thing, too. Starts putting the little sheet, the scrap metal thing inside, like in the half halfway mark area, as if he were sawing in half. And my first thought was like, okay, there's you know a, a fake one poking out the other side, mimicking that it's one piece, but it's two pieces type of thing. But then he puts in another one, and then splits the table, opens it up, so it's you know both ends are facing us. And it's like, well, what the shit? How the hell did he do that? <laughs> you have people on the other, both sides watching. Yeah. I have no idea how that one was done. That one yeah. was crazy. There's a reason they're at the castle. Yeah. This isn't just a bar anymore. <laughs> well, they said these people uh, have been on it. They've had a TV show or they've been on a TV show or yeah, something Yeah, I mean, like the that. Magic Castle, I know, is like, you get like top, you're top of the top. I'm performed yeah. there, I'm sure. I wouldn't be surprised if like David Blaine's been there mm-hmm. and stuff. I mean, it's it's a big deal out there. I think like, especially if you're like in a, Aspiring magician at first, I feel like that's eventually where you would like to be get to perform at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, so that one was probably my favorite trick of the night. Ended up staying almost six hours. Oh wow! But I mean, only seeing magic for about three you hours. Only, I was say you only remember yeah. three of them. No, there's plenty more, but not worth bringing up. You know, one guy was a prop comic. Um, he had a little like monkey on his hand. Top. Um, yeah. Um, no, it was a really cool experience. Uh, pain in the ass to get there just because it's L.A., um, but really fun overall. Uh, a really different experience. I'm not even huge on magic. I mean, I don't dislike it, but it was cool. You hate Harry Potter. You've said it multiple times. Well, that's wizardry, Andy. <laughs> and I don't. Which I think do is I magic. hate Harry Potter? <laughs> Harry Potter's real it. magic. Yeah, that's true. You uh, hate Shaquille O'Neal and Penny Hardaway and Shazam. The Orlando Magic. <laughs> oh, shut up, Andy. I was like, I don't think uh, Penny Hardaway was in that. Um, yeah, okay. Now let's move on to my random little weird story. And uh, this comes out of Vegas where more magic has happened. So Andy's looking right now. Tony, you can't see what uh, I'm looking at. And you may have heard about this. This uh, surfaced, I don't know, last week or so. Pigeons. Pigeons yep. have been <laughs> spotted around vegas oh, yeah. wearing little miniature oh, cowboy hats oh boy <laughs> so it turns out some person somebody glued first off they captured pigeons okay, we know who this is 
Birdman? Who lives in Vegas and loves pigeons? Mike Tyson? Mike Tyson. Oh. Uh, it's got to be him. But they're saying these pigeons have little cowboy hats that are glued onto their heads. Now, it's a pigeon who really cares. I don't, how long does a pigeon even live? Decades. As long as, Decades? They, as, long as they can. Yeah. Let's actually I'll look that up right now. Yeah, look as that up, you. Tony. Uh, but obviously, I mean, it's probably not nice. Although, I feel like that's... Is that the worst thing to have happen? You get an extra shade? Maybe it fucks up their flight pattern? Yeah, I could see there being some problems there. I mean... Also, maybe you're like a Russian pigeon. You want to wear a Russian cap. Yeah, he could be offended by a cowboy hat. What if he's he's Jewish? Yeah, there's What's a lot. A, uh, a yarmulke? Um, so, really quick, it says... Seven days. It's domestic in its domesticated form. The feral pigeon has been widely introduced elsewhere and is common, especially in cities over much of the world. A rock pigeon's lifespan ranges from three to five years in the wild to 15 years in captivity. Though longer lived specimens have been reported. So maybe these pigeons belong to a person. So they say on average, it seems like it's about five years but obviously, if you have a pet pigeon, which I don't know how often people have, I guess you can yeah. live for like 15 Charlie, years. Charlie Kelly. Well, I'm thinking, do Vegas pigeons last longer? They probably have more to eat, but probably have more drugs to eat, too. So. Yeah. <laughs> the heat has to mess with them, too, right? Yeah, I don't know. I guess you just go find water. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, obviously, I don't know how nice this is to the pigeon. <laughs> Glued a cowboy hat on them. They do look funny. They're walking around with a little cowboy hat on well, what's interesting is, yeah, like you said, how many of this, how many have there been? Like, what homeless guys out there with a bunch of cowboy hats and then catching pigeons also? I don't know. I That's mean, the more impressive part. Honestly, it's, it's one of those well, things he's where... He's got to have a trap or something, right? <clears throat> he's not just going yeah, and guess. catching them with his hands. Yeah, Although, those cages. You should watch the Mike Tyson shit. It's wild. I haven't seen that. Yeah. I think of Training Day. I was going to say, because there are pigeons. definitely places, or especially... Lawrence in, Fishburne and John Wick. Especially in big cities like yeah. that, where there's going to be a bunch of them. And if, yeah, if you did have some catcher thing, you grab them and then... It's a big net. I don't know. I mean, at least whoever's catching them is letting them back out there, just making them look like fools. Well, that's what you think. What if he is just slaughtering? Yeah, anyway, you know, this could be the house. pigeon fucker. It's yeah. training for for stagecoach. Yeah, you release them all at stagecoach. Oh, okay. I Next, you see some doing. some boots on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, weird story. Um, that's a weird story. You never know what you're gonna get out of Vegas. Uh, okay. We have. I'm just looking at the photos now. I'm sorry. I mean, good, it, it right? is, it, it's hilarious. And you imagine their little head strutting back and forth as they're walking, wearing their little cowboy. Hat. If they could like tip it and yeah, say, that'd "Ma'am," be it'd be great. Uh, now, obviously, you can't put a vest on them. That would be mean. You could. Then they can't fly, Andy. <laughs> or a belt, like with a a, a little sh- six shooter. Oh yeah, pretty good. Cowboy boots, with little mm-hmm. spurs. Put little spurs on their little yeah. feet. They don't feel anything on their feet, right? They can put their feet I think in they need them, but... freezing cold water. No, no, no. You, you, it's not going to affect their feet. But then they have a little spur. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Tony, you have uh, news for us out of uh, Grand Slamsville. Yeah, so uh, <clears throat> there was a video that I saw that went viral that was on uh, Barstool Sports the other day of what was... Uh, when I first watched it, I was like, is this what it looks like? And sure enough, it was. It was a bunch of people mosh pitting in a Denny's cafe. And, uh, then I ran out of pancakes. It was madness. (laughs) And then a buddy of mine sent me the link and said, this is the one over in by a chain reaction in like the Santa Ana area or something like that. So that's Anaheim. Yeah, I know it's in Anaheim. I've been there tons of times, but I'm saying like, I think that, I guess this one's like, I don't know. I guess it's not too far away, but, uh, 
anyway, I've actually even been to Denny's and stuff before after like a few shows back in the day. I think that's actually kind of like a thing that, and I remember I even saw one of the bands we went to go see that night was at a Denny's, the same one we went to. So I think that's kind of like a, I don't know if it's just a common thing in that punk area or just because it's in the area, but like people, I guess, just like to go to Denny's after. But anyway, this 17 year old decided to, he was promoting this band or doing something and decided to make this big Facebook group or something and have these people play at the Denny's. But the only thing is he did not inform the Denny's that he was doing this. And I believe he actually did from what, if I read it correctly, I believe he did actually run out the Denny's, but they probably thought like, okay, he's just whatever going to rent it out for, I don't even know how much it would cost to rent out a Denny's, but I mean, regardless, he rented out a, bucks. the Denny's and, uh, had this band called Wacko play, which was this punk band, and they were just mosh pitting the shit out of it. And he even said, like, they, the manager there, the workers there, obviously had no idea what was about to happen. And apparently, there was uh, obviously some damages because if you ever see the video, these people are going full blown. It's full blown mosh pitting inside of a Denny's. Anyone that's ever been to a Denny's, there's not much walkway. I mean, space. It's average. Mm-hmm. There's tables everywhere, and. uh there ended up being some damages done, obviously, which was about $1,000 worth. And obviously, the Denny's said, like, okay, you're responsible and full for for doing this because you're the one that started this up. And the band Wacko, who I've never heard of, uh, on their Facebook page or Instagram or whatever, they started a, they announced that they're starting to GoFundMe and would lie and told people that even though we had a sick time that night, we would appreciate it if you guys would help on this GoFundMe and donate little bits here to help this guy pay for the damages of the show that we all got to enjoy there. And it's like, part of me loves this part of me hates it. I think obviously I think it's hilarious. Like the fact that they just decided to do it in a Denny's, but then the fact that, you know, my family owns a little diner restaurant that I work in and it's like, you know, it's, uh, you know, got to have a little bit. It's, it's, It's obviously very disrespectful, but I don't know. It's just funny to think like, if I know, I guess the, he rented out the place, but it would have been funny to think if like you were just enjoying your late night, meal there and all of a sudden that starts happening you're just like what is happening yeah i do like that they're owning up to it and they're gonna like you know do a gofundme for it yeah i mean at least for the you know because it's you know yeah i mean everybody participated in it and it wouldn't have been able to happen if it wasn't for that and even and the video went viral it's it was a you know thing that people got to hear about even got to like barstool and stuff so i mean everybody you know that did enjoy it that was part of the damages they should just you know throw in five ten bucks get it paid for yeah I think uh, there's an opportunity here for a 24-hour diner slash music venue. Yeah, I guess like... We already I, got a lot of hybrid like pizza place slash or coffee shop slash thing where yeah, local bars have music and stuff. Let's do it. Let's, <laughs> you have the experience in the industry. Let's... Yeah, we can do a live pod. <laughs> yeah. Your restaurant. Uh-huh. Hey, you never know. I'll see what I can do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stay tuned for that, guys. All right. Uh, Andy, you have been very vocal on Twitter about this next one. Yeah. Talking, of course, about Xbox. The Xbox Series X. So that is the new Xbox. It'll a lot be out, of X's. It'll be out next holiday season, so like another 11 months from now. Woof. Uh, Sony had already announced that there is going to be a PlayStation 5. They no images of it. Um, so I think Microsoft was like, fuck it, we got to do something too. And they put out not only the name, but an image of what this new thing looks like. And uh, if you know Microsoft, they're, uh, you know, they make, they make uh, software for PCs. Yeah, they make things. You know what those look like? You've seen them. You have them at work. You've had them at school. You had, yeah. you had them at your home. 
Uh, this new Xbox looks exactly like one. It's it's a standing tower. Um, they're just kind of it's like let's just let's just merge. Why not? It actually looks like they just took the Dell logo right off of it. Yeah, it's 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 really incredible that that you know we know what video game consoles look like. They've looked pretty much the same since the beginning. I'd say yeah. Nintendo's done some weird things, but like GameCube. Yeah, that one that was probably the weirdest one so far. Kind of close to what this looks like. Yeah, but this is like a, this is a cube on top of a cube. It's two cubes. It's cubed cube. Uh, but most of them are you know rectangular, like they fit under your TV. Hey, they're going against the mold. Yeah, I don't know what the uh, the point of this is though. Um, the The problem that I had is that there's already less and less reason to own an Xbox because because it's Microsoft. They also put all their games, all the games that they make onto the PC. So if you already own a PC that can play games, then you can play any Xbox games. And now that the new Xbox is just going to look like a PC, it's like, why even bother with this? It just, I don't know. It's strange. And I don't, I don't, I think Microsoft doesn't really care. They're you know, like, buy it or don't. And then just the names that Sony was, was smart. Just be like, well, it's the PlayStation two. And then since then they don't have to think about it at all. They just, well, it's PlayStation three. Yeah. PlayStation I mean, they 1. come out every, four or five years yeah, so it's not like they're gonna hit 10 too soon like apple yeah, it'll be a while but like microsoft's like we'll call it something different and now they have to make up a new name every time what did you even say it was called xbox one x xbox series x i hate that yeah so there was the xbox one is the like the current one which is fine but then they made variations of the xbox one called the xbox one x and the xbox one s the X being more powerful, yeah, this is where it gets... It's like iPhone. Yeah, it's like iPhone. But now the new one's the Xbox Series X. So now I get confusion. People are like, I want the Xbox X. And they're like, yeah, we got this one. Well, it's like, Yeah, people are going to be like, oh, it's only $290. Yeah. Just like, what the fuck is this? Oh, it came out three years ago. Is that even right? Probably right. When did it come out? That one, yeah, the One X came out three years ago, yeah. Hmm. Look at me. So you hate this. Yeah, it's just it. it all, Let me ask you this: it. computing power wise, is it good enough? Is it amazing? Is it? Tremendous? I mean, it's not out, but they say it's going to be. Yeah, that they're really focused on that. But so is Sony. Like they're always pretty much the same. Those Which two are always going to be. Which one do you prefer? Well, PlayStation ha- like Sony has owns better game creators, better game companies. Zelda. They don't own Zelda. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Zelda never so, made it to PlayStation, did it? No, it's a, that's a Nintendo production. Aha. Zelda's on. So the, the people the who make the video game consoles also own game studios, and then those games are only on there. But Microsoft's studios will make games not only for the Xbox, but also for PC, because that's their platform as well. Okay. So it I'm seems following less, along. there's less and less reason to own an Xbox, because you can play Halo on a computer. I can play Call of Duty on my phone. Yeah, seamlessly we, but that's just an independent company and they want you to play it everywhere mm-hmm. so i've played it in many locations now <laughs> and he's squeaky <laughs> yeah chair your chair is so squeaky can, when did that happen it wasn't squeaking it wasn't squeaking before, before. i don't know <laughs> interesting and he's like the like, tin man we need to go with a little bit of oil <laughs> yeah, there some, you don't have gonna, a beer in your hand is what it is no, yeah that might be it i'm gonna rotate my position maybe um Okay. All right. Well, we'll we'll keep you guys updated on uh, Xboxes. Yeah, that's not out for another eleven months. Yeah, so. you'll be outraged a time or two in between then and now. Okay, Andy. Uh, Marvel Television. Tell us all about what we're missing. Uh, yeah, Marvel Television has closed. So this is the uh, division that made like 
Daredevil and The Punisher. Those shows are on Netflix. They made some other ones. Um, these are done. So I think they Disney wisely decided that um, why don't we just put all these shows on Disney Plus and just make new ones and we'll make sure that they connect to the movies. So they already have a bunch on the schedule, like you know the Winter Soldier and Falcon and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And so yeah, I mean, how much stuff do they have coming out soon? Because I know Mandalorian's almost done. Yeah, I think they've got a real problem there. The Marvel stuff, I think the earliest one is that that uh, Winter Soldier one, mm-hmm. which I think is supposed to be April or something. Mm. So gonna have a gap. Yeah, but this just means an end to you know that. The original, the Netflix stuff. But I mean, they're still winning the streaming war of the newbies. Looking at Apple being the other one, because I don't know a goddamn thing on there that's yeah. new at all. I think they're doing a piss poor job of promoting this. I have no idea what's on that thing. I don't know how to use it. Which one? Apple TV Plus. Yeah, I have it. Yeah, I think I App- don't know how to use it. Apple, all those shows are um, week to week, right? Yeah. And I'm like so, three episodes behind on the morning show, so which so is the only where, thing I'm I'm watching on it. Yeah, that's where Disney Plus had the advantage is that you can go watch Home Alone, you can watch Star Wars, Heavyweights. Yeah, so like not only there only there's only really a couple shows on there even. So really quick, and this is kind of a side note: Disney owns everything, so it's relevant. Home Improvement is not on Hulu anymore. Hmm. The little like album art yeah. comes up. But it just gives you like an option to record future stuff. Why would they take it down when ABC owns it? The Tim Allen say something? The ownership of old TV shows isn't as clear as like, not even the network, but it's like a lot of times they're like <coughs> made by like multiple people. Like, you know, Seinfeld, it's like, well, that's an NBC show, but it's also a Jerry Seinfeld, Larry David show where it's like they, they have some ownership in where it goes. Same mm-hmm. thing with like South Park. Um they sold their streaming rights recently, and it's not going to Comedy Central or Comedy Central's parent. It's going to some, I, I want to say the the HBO thing actually, huh? Because like the Matt Stone, Trey Parker actually had the ultimate say in where it goes. Yeah, I get so. that, but it seems like Tim Allen is the poster boy of nineties yeah. ABC. Yeah, maybe I'll look into Doesn't it. Maybe he still have a show on ABC. Even he does. So or no, that actually did it get moved, got to, moved Fox? to Fox? Yeah. Well, they own Fox, so yeah, that's right. <laughs> Uh, I think they try to operate pretty independently, at least broadcast stations, definitely. All I'm getting um, at is I wanted to go enjoy myself some uh, holidays, yeah. courtesy of there Tim has the Tool to be Man Taylor. Episodes with like Al as an elf or something, right? I mean, they they did yeah. Halloween and they did Christmas. They did them up yeah. always. Remember, he was always competing against Doc Johnson across the street? Remember that? Christmas lights? I mean, there was that one year where he put on the jacket and became Santa Claus. It was crazy. It was a good season. Of well, that's the Santa Claus. Oh, yeah, oh okay. Sandy, which I've already okay. watched yeah. uh, again. Um, I, I actually don't know because, yeah, a lot of that ABC stuff you would think would be a fit on Disney Plus, but most of the old Disney, the shows on Disney Plus are old Disney Channel stuff. Yeah. Not ABC stuff like ABC's Dinosaurs. Like, that's got to be on there, right? And yeah, so it's the kind of thing, too, where not a lot, there's not a lot of outrage raised when home improvements taken off <laughs> <laughs> streaming service. I literally think I might be the only person looking into this. And I'm not doing a whole lot of well, diligence. Tweet about that. it. I'm going to tweet yeah. out to the people and see if someone can give me a goddamn answer. I've I've been using our uh, Twitter for those kinds of things. One of which, which global entry. Yeah. I auditioned, I guess, if you will, back in August. I still am pending approval. I still have to sit down with some jabroni. They see that, oh, you know, 
this guy doesn't have any neck tattoos. Okay, you can go TSA approved. Takes forever. Yeah. August, and I still haven't been approved before the interview. They have to look at like my paperwork online before I can go drive to Long Beach. That takes like a month for that yeah. uh, thing. Ridiculous. Government. What you, might, you might get rejected. I don't think so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't remember what we were talking about. Marvel being closed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm bummed. So, I wanted to watch Tool Man. Um, yeah, I, I think whether it's on Hulu or Disney Plus might not matter. I don't know what their, their long-term strategy is, but right now it sounds like it's on nothing. So Yeah, and maybe it was a fluke. Maybe something happened that day. Maybe it's back. I don't yeah, know. Some I was watching errors. it in October. Yeah. Um, another Disney Plus thing I forgot to mention before the show, a story that I saw. Um, Pedro Pascal, who is the Mandalorian. I, I know what you're talking about. Behind the mask is not actually behind the mask at all times. Not always. Um, it was Sometimes. A, a story came out that in episode four, he wasn't in it at all. <laughs> yeah. That, I well, mean, his I voice mean, is in it. Why does he need to be? He doesn't need to be. And they say most of the scenes, it's well, not him because it's action. Isn't that basically James Earl Jones, too? With yeah. Darth yeah. Vader? Exactly. <clears throat> Are people mad? I don't it, care. It seems like disingenuous where it's like, what? he's not really there, but like... Do people give a shit when it's a cartoon? No. No, but it's... it's. What's the You difference? think it's him under there because he is the actor. You know he's the actor. Please. Um, what I'm I, I'm mad about is poor Sap who's getting paid 15 an hour to pretend to be this guy. Oh, I think they probably get paid more than that. They're well, in the credits. they're not getting Pedro it, Pascal money. No. But I don't even know how much money that is. I don't is. either. He's only on Netflix. And it's funny and that this. we say that, though, because when we think Darth Vader, we always say, like, oh, James Earl Jones. And it's like, no one even knows who, who the fuck was the guy under the yeah. mask. Uh, I was actually just watching a thing yesterday. It was an old interview with uh, Mark Hamill talking about that guy. It was Mark Hamill. Who was he? <laughs> said he was like a six foot five bodybuilder from uh, England. Like, yeah, I was going to say, he, 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 did look, he did look like he was from, like, uh, like he's got had, like, yeah. European in him. Like, he probably didn't even know English. Just walk, like, can you walk around? <laughs> Those bodybuilders, though, if he is a bodybuilder, it's like he's tall and he's got like, usually well, they've they, got good structure. They, they, they needed a big person to be intimidating, imposing, all that stuff. Yeah, you then. imagine DeVito in that suit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was a good interview. It was, it was from like 1977 on Johnny Carson huh. and just the stuff in Star Wars about, um, he was saying how it's not just they had to have big people like, yeah, Chewie and. Chewie's six foot ten or something. And uh, Darth Vader, but the opposite. He said the people who played like Jawas and, of course, R2D2. Uh, Kenny Baker was R2D2. I mm-hmm. love that kind of shit. So. I said, actually have a really cool story in what we're watching, spoiler alert, regarding Home Alone. Yeah. Which is an old movie. Did you watch it? I didn't watch Home okay. Alone. No. Um, Will you stop squeaking at I'm me? I'm sorry. <laughs> this chair, I broke it already. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought that was interesting that he wasn't even. Like that's what Bryce Dallas Howard, who directed that episode, said. Like, no, I never even met him because he wasn't on set at all. Was it a scheduling thing, or he said he was he was working he was in a play at the time. A play. So I mean, I think this thing's been been going on for a long time. They've been filming this for a while. Really? That like most TV shows, like shows, are have a quick turnaround. Like they'll film the episode four weeks before it airs. Mm-hmm. I think this has been like in production for like a movie where it's like a lot of yeah, it's filmed a year this ago their, and they're doing. I wonder what the budget is. Do we know? They said it's like fifteen million an episode. It's it's really it's really that's healthy. really high budget. So yeah, and so the it, guy, it shows the guy that played Darth Vader, David Prowse, is still alive, eighty four years old. Good yeah, for him. and yeah, and he's six foot six, uh, retired English bodybuilder, weightlifter, and a- character actor in British film and television. He's best known for physically portraying Darth Vader in the original Star Wars trilogy, and in two thousand fifteen, started a documentary concerning that role entitled "I Am Your Father." <laughs> Very nice. I think there's been some controversy that he's been upset he didn't get his due. 
So I actually just so what's funny about that you say that is I just looked at the the cast for that Star Wars and it does it says him for Darth Vader it doesn't say James Earl Jones yeah. at all but I agree I think it's more of like the the wide public part is that you know it's James Earl Jones's voice but if like in his I can understand it he's like well hey I'm the one that was the actor I was the yeah. actual actor I'm the one that did the moving around and shit and I mean it's funny it's like the opposite of uh, Lou Ferrigno who we know who Lou Ferrigno is yeah. He exploded but because of such. He was the Hulk, but he wasn't like the actor. He was just the Hulk because he was a big guy who could realistically be and the Hulk. Dobby, your buddy Chewbacca here, Peter Mayhew, seven foot two. Yeah. Amen. I think the new one is only about six foot ten for yeah. the new Star Wars stuff because I was just looking that up and that number sounds right for uh, for what I remember. Um. Yeah, and that's probably the last we'll talk about Star Wars because it's it's you know irrelevant. Here yeah. you go, Sean. There's you'll nothing enjoy going this. on this week with Star Wars. Nope, not well, at all. The listeners can't see this photo that I'm going to show Sean, but this is Chewbacca with R2D2. Oh, I love that. He actually <laughs> looks like George Lucas. Well, George Lucas is in there. Yeah, <laughs> and giant man. Three PO and it could be Luke Skywalker. Who knows? Quick question: Who would you rather be in real life? A robot. No, or in real life, the little person or the big person? Well, the big person? But yeah, I mean, I think, so. I think both would ultimately yeah. suck. Actually, the big person, I'd have to, you know, you'd Shaq's have to play a good basketball. Time, yeah. yeah, I was going to say, actually, 7-7. Seven, Shaq seven, just opened a cruise ship in uh, the seven, carnival. 7-2, seven, I don't think is like, especially if you're fit, I don't think that's like too crazy. It's the guys that end up being like way too skinny or like 7-7 seven, seven or something. Yeah. Those yeah. are the ones that get like fucked. I mean, Will Chamberlain, I mean, he got fucked, yeah. Oh. Will Chamberlain had quite a life. <laughs> that's for a different, that's a late night podcast story. Well, all the good boys and girls yeah. have gone to bed, right, Tony? Absolutely. <laughs> um, okay, but yeah, as far as Pedro Pascal be, not being there, I don't care. Looks the same. I know. It, it, it doesn't matter. And I mean, that thing I watched. If the with, internet didn't exist, no one would fucking know yeah. that. One of the things I watched with Mark Hamill where he's like, he defends voice acting. He's like, it's, it's acting. Don't say it's just people doing voices. It matters. I was it thinking matters. about that the other day. That's harder. How do you convey emotion when you're not on screen? Yeah, I mean, you that, do the same fa- uh, facial features. When you're smiling, you can tell when you hear you hear someone you talking. Can, you can tell if they're smiling. or not. You can be good at voices and not be a good voice actor, and and like you need to be a good actor as well. So it's like you need both of it. So. Oh yeah. All right. Um, should we talk about a new trailer that just came out today? Yeah. Tom Cruise on a bike. Of course. Um, also, the other guy's on a bike. I believe I think everyone just rides motorcycles the entire time. Yeah, nothing else. Um, and then he takes off a ramp and it turns into a plane. Yep. Transformers movie's coming out. That's what we're talking about. I mean, that's what it looked like in the trailer. He goes from bike to plane. Um, obviously, we're talking about Top Gun Maverick. Mm-hmm. Of course, the trailer the just came out today. I just watched it. I'm into it. Yeah. I mean, I they already put out a trailer that didn't really show a whole lot. And I was kind of like, what's going on here? This kind of gave you what the plot was, maybe maybe too much, but mm-hmm. I liked seeing more of the characters. I'll tell you what, Miles Teller's an actor now. Yeah, this is his they biggest made him movie grow he's a ever done. <laughs> he worked with Jonah Hill. Cool. Uh, he did a couple other movies. Well, Whiplash is his biggest one, probably. Yeah, but just working with J.K. Simmons. Hmm. Well, I'm just saying for like Cruise. being like a role. Like, it was oh like yeah, I'm not. I'm not role. saying he's like a good I actually, actor because of this. He's I enjoyed him. Established. I enjoyed him in the. Honestly, I liked when he would play his role like as like the kind of slapstick friend when he played in uh, that one with Zac Efron. I forget uh, twenty one again or yeah. like not twenty one again, but twenty one and over or something like that. Yeah, or, yeah or, like going to celebrate someone's twenty first birthday, and then it's like, oh, it's the little Asian guy, and then yeah. they lose him. And it's like he has to be up literally at like seven in the morning for a test, and his dad's like this strict 
mm-hmm. stern like American Asian guy that doesn't want him like business guy that does not want him to faster gay dude. <laughs> I'm saying, like, you know what I'm saying. Like, you get those Asian Americans that are like these strict, stern, like American accents. Oh, yeah. Like, they got the Tim Duncan Chappelle voice. Yeah. They got like these deep, like, Asian accent, like, uh, American voice. And you're like, oh, shit, I didn't think that was an Asian guy. Uh, but I'm looking forward to this. I want to see uh, what Val Kilmer brings to the table. Yeah, he was not in the trailer. Not in it at so. all. But. Maybe he was just out that day. They've only recorded one day, filmed one day. I'm in the podcast world over here. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that'll be coming out. What is it? Is it June, twenty twenty? That's everything is coming out June twenty twenty. Yeah. Seems like so it'll be a big, big uh, month yeah. for uh, the movies. We'll just camp out and stay at the movies. Mm-hmm. Speaking of movies, shall we get into uh, box office numbers? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Well, before we do that, that portion of the pod was brought to you by Simple Doggy, the dog leash that is quicker and easier, and it works with your dog's current collar or harness for a limited time. Tony's Take listeners, that is you guys, can get 25% off and free shipping. All you have to do is plug in promo code Tony. That is T-O-N-Y. All right. So head to simpledoggy.com. That's two G's. Plug in promo code Tony for 25% off and free shipping. Probably won't get it by Christmas, seeing as uh, you might be listening to this. The Are we coming out the 17th or the 18th, Andy? This episode? Yeah. Um, this will be 18th, out probably. Wednesday, whatever day that the is. 18th. The 18th. So you might have to expedite that shipping. Right, actually, uh, Tuesday before midnight. But you know what's fun? Your dog doesn't know when Christmas is. Your dog just wants to be a dog, so he'll get him the leash whenever you want. But, okay. Back to the nitty-gritty of it all. Box office numbers. We've got Jumanji coming in number one. 68%. Did $60.1 million. Turns out people still like Kevin Hart. Frozen 2, taking a back seat, 77%, did 19.3. Next up, you have Knives Out going into its third week, 9.3. Yeah, that's still pretty good. Pretty good. And uh, 97%. So uh, Andy and myself watched that. Um, What if we were in the same theater? I doubt it. You did a matinee, huh? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know when the last time I went to the movies at night was. Andy was there at 8.30 in the morning Saturday? Yeah. (laughs) Well, I don't remember the last time I did a matinee movie. I don't think I can ever make a matinee time. Like it's just. Well, it was eleven fifty-five. It was probably the last one you could. But what time the movies them? open? Like ten o'clock. Yeah. Oh, so they only they give you a very strict window when the matinee is on the weekends. Yeah, weekdays it goes to like five. Yeah. We actually used to do this thing with my. Uh, we did it for senior year for probably like uh, maybe a month. It was like in like April or May, like towards the very end, and it was me and a couple of buddies of mine. We would do what we called movie Mondays. And we would go to Century at like probably three o'clock, two thirty, two or three o'clock on every Monday for a while. And a couple of the movies I remember we watched were we saw Forgetting Sarah Marshall. It's a good one, yeah. Which ended up being a great one. We yeah. we got we struck gold on that one. And then I think Sex Drive was I want to say that's, was one a, that's of the a good ones. one too. I, I enjoyed, really enjoyed the, that one. That's the one you don't really hear too much about. They don't make those movies anymore. They really they don't. They really it's don't. Weird. I, well, I was thinking about it because. Uh, uh, Seth Rogen's long shot is on HBO and I need to go watch that because it's yeah. got good reviews. But I'm like, if that was, you know, Pineapple Express 2 or something, I'd watch that immediately where it's like, he stopped, he kind of stopped making those. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what happened. Well, one of them failed or something. The interview or whatever had that shit. Yeah. One and of it's my just like, movies, well, I got to make more serious stuff. One of my movies I've been watching is 
one of his recent ones, kind of ish. I think it was I don't know. We'll get to it when we get to <laughs> okay. it. Yeah, it's a few years. I'm surprised. Old. Yeah, yeah, like two years old or so, I think. Uh, more than that. But I just think. yeah, there is isn't stuff like even like Sex Drive. So. Where it's like, eh, maybe it's like 2016. I'll no. say it's younger than that. I'm gonna say it's that Christmas movie that you watched. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is. <laughs> what year is it, Andy? I think that's 2015. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Okay. All right, and then uh, we got a couple wow. of movies. That came out. Wow. Where does time go? It was 2015. <laughs> And I, I don't know why I thought it was last year. Uh, Richard Jewell did a fourth place at $5 million. Yeah. Black Christmas, which if you will, will recall, we played the game, okay. did $4.5 million. Not the biggest uh, opening weekend for a movie in the whole wide world. but uh, It's a rough weekend. There's a lot of stuff out, like some of the Oscar stuff. And and it's then... hollow, uh, Halloween. It's the seasons. Holidays. It's yeah. busy. Um, okay, so this is easy. You both, Off-Road Andy and Tony Katz, gave it a 66%. Okay. I gave it a 36%. And Black Christmas is rotten at 43. I won. All right. Yeah, you did. Pretty good. Okay, and then Ford versus Ferrari at 4.2. Very good. And it uh, goes down the list. Queen and Slim, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, Dark Waters, and 21 Bridges doing $1.3 million to round out the bottom. Shall we get into what's opening this week? Yeah, I think it's just uh it's just nothing. one. Yeah. Uh Cats comes out this week. <laughs> I'm real. just pissed off cuz I know it's going to have like it's going to be like 97%. Ah. Well, we're going to have to play the game then because <laughs> it's no score yet. Well, we're not going to find out for a few weeks. We're not doing a traditional episode. That's me. true. Should we even do it then? We can. We can. Do you want to follow up on I it? I write it down. Um, yeah, I was going to say, we'll need to write it down because there's no way we'll... Re- Actually, we could remember. We could be like, oh, and if you I remember... I mean, I always write it ago. down and it'll be, just be above our next show. Uh, yeah, and let that just be a note for you guys uh, for uh, next week, which is Christmas week. We will have our best of 2019 show coming out for you. So let me ask you then really quick. When you are going to... When we give these scores and you check out it, because it moves around, doesn't it? Yeah, I always just do. I mean, once like uh, the weekend hits, it doesn't move much more than a point or two. I wouldn't right. think. Yeah. Um, you guys have your number for uh, cats? Yes, for cats. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, and by the way, there's another movie, the big one, doesn't have a score. If you guys want to play that one too, we could. I don't. It's too much pain. Too much pain. Okay. All right. Uh, I have my number. Andy, what say you? Seventy-one. Wow. That's a number. Tony, you have a number? 87. 87. Just because I just feel like this is one of those movies that's going to get high critics. I mean, high like reviews. I don't know. I would have to be high to watch it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that is a weird... And maybe concept. not on... Maybe a little more than weed, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Might be a psychedelic movie. Uh, I have less faith. I gave it a 41. Big Probably, yeah, bad because it's Christmas time and... I don't think they dump. I don't. Know, I just find. I just period. find weird movies like that that I think are trash are like artsy to some people and end up being like 108. percent Yeah. So I don't know. They're just gonna somehow extra get extra credit. credit. All right. Well, I look forward to seeing how those scores uh, play. Next, you have Bombshell, 61. percent You know anything about this one, Andy? This is the Fox News one. I've seen the trailer uh, so many times. Yeah. I, uh, Okay, do we know who these people are supposed to be? Obviously, we know Megan Kelly, Charlie Theron. The other one's Gretchen Carlson, and the other person's made up. Margot Robbie's person? Yeah. Okay, I thought I knew. She's just too hot. We would have noticed. Nicole Kidman is recognizable. Yeah, that's a great job. Is she still with the show? 
Who? With the network? None, none of them. them none, of, none, okay. none of them are. They all left. She, Charlize Theron, you have no idea that's who that is. Yeah, that's a great job. That is, that. it's phenomenal. It looks just like her. Yeah. her how she has that kind of strange, like, line under her eye or however her eyes are. It, it's spot on. Pretty good. Uh, well, that's sitting at 61. Audience, 52 people have seen it, and uh, 94%. Wow. Uh, yeah, I kind of feel like the people who love Fox News are not going to want to watch this. Yeah, that's my so, guess. I was just selective add, audience, we'll say. This is a CNN crowd, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm not surprised by this score. It kind of seems like one of those HBO movies. Yeah, like... Um, like the Joe Biden one. And De Niro being the Wizard of Lies. Yeah. That movie is great for... Uh, yeah, those, those movies aren't bad. Just It's like they're HBO movies. Yeah, I yeah I don't know who or would see it in theaters. Um, the one with Sarah Palin with Julian Moore, it's like stuff like that. Yeah, I barely remember that one. But uh, yeah, sixty one percent. So not terrible though. Uh, but Invisible Life, it's a Mexican movie. Ninety two percent. She's missing fifty seven percent. So I hope they find her. <laughs> I don't even know what this is. Uh, oh, that's the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. And they never did find her. This isn't rated. It's a vertical entertainment drama, mystery, suspense. Nobody's in this. Person's name is Blake Barris. Josh Hartnett. Oh, <laughs> exciting! Fresh off of his fame from Hollywood Homicide. All right. No one said that ever. And uh, obviously, the last movie that everyone is uh, talking about: Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. You can't escape it. Yeah. This I, one's everywhere. This is... Take, they took over United Airlines. This is fascinating to see what happens with here, with this movie, because uh, I think there were a lot of people obviously upset about the last movie, even though I think it most mostly got, it got good reviews. And I think people liked it, didn't have a problem with it, but a lot of internet people were very upset, and it kind of seemed like, yeah. and then Solo didn't do very well at all. But I think Disney nailed it with... They got people back into Star Wars. The Star Wars lands obviously open. They're both now open. Um, New the, ride opens on the seventeenth yeah, of January. It just opened in in Orlando. Yes, it did. How'd um, it go? It looks it looks great. Andy cut the ribbon. Yeah. I watched it on YouTube already. <laughs> really? Yeah. I was gonna say actually, I was literally when I I was just thinking about like wanting to look at it on YouTube. So I have a friend that went to it last Sunday. Yeah. Um, Cameron. Yeah, he already went to Orlando just for that. He flew the day after we saw him. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'd have to pick his brain and see, because he's, he's been to every Disneyland around the world. He's been to all of them. Yeah. So I'd be very curious to see what he thought of it. Yeah. Because this ride's supposed to be about 15 minutes all said and done. That's crazy. Yeah, it's like a multi-stage Yeah, so you have some that's just like you're kind of getting corralled through, like the Haunted Mansion. But then you have some that's like a actual like roller coaster. So. Yeah, it seems kind of wild. Sounds awesome. Sounds like that the Harry Potter ride at Universal Studios, but like more intense even. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so you got that, and then you got obviously the Mandalorian. Disney Plus has all yeah, this is all a huge the movies. Star Wars time. It's I've like, been watching Solo today. Yeah, the movie. Yeah, it's fun. Han, Han Solo. It's okay. Um, they just kind of it's like a convergence of all this Star Wars stuff. I think they got people back in. Trailers look fun, so I'm curious to see how successful it really is, and you know, in the shadow of the Avengers here and. Uh, Obviously, so, how good is it going to be? How is it going to wrap up the story? I'm curious. So it's wrapping up this story. So what's next for Star Wars? So the Star Wars like 
like, setting. Are you are is, you telling me that all of these characters are dead after this? Dead. Like out of it though, like Chewbacca. I don't know, but they're what they're saying is it's wrapping up this Skywalker story, and which I think it uh, needs to. Kylo Ren is the only Skywalker alive, so I don't know what that means. Is he a Skywalker? I thought it was Han Solo's son. Yeah, but his mom his is mom. a Skywalker. So. Oh, that's right, fucking Princess Leia. Duh. Yeah. So that's. That we know of. Yeah, that's, that's, that's I mean, that's really... Yeah, there's <laughs> fucking robot Skywalkers. I don't know. Who really knows? Um, but there's other stories in the universe. Obviously, the Mandalorian's one. Solo was one. Uh, there's all the history. Well, and Disney's been good at that with, like, in between the breaks of these three movies of yeah. putting in, like, little side stuff like Solo and then, like, the little story about those people that helped destroy the Death yeah. Star and stuff. So there's there's all kinds of stuff. And also, it's it's a universe that has a long timeline, like... In the prequels, they talk about, you know, the old days and stuff when it's like, that's the oldest that we know of, but there's, I mean, Yoda is 800 years old. We can, we can have, you know, they should do like a young Yoda. I think that would go well, over really who well. Who is his baby Yoda that. supposed to be in? The different, if it's a different one. Right. Because yeah. I found out, I thought Mandalorian was, you know, a long time before any of this stuff, no. but I found out it's in between two of the movies. It's, it's after the rebels defeated the empire, Interesting. but before the new trilogy here okay so so, so yeah obviously that, that's not yoda no is that his kid no one knows are we gonna find out you think that's kind of one of the criticisms of the show is it's not really getting at anything it just kind of goes to planet to planet and fucks something up and leaves how, how so, would you like to be a baby for 50 years yeah that's rough but <laughs> he has powers and kind of yeah. sometimes if you were like a baby and couldn't really walk much but you had like a, your whole mind would that be better or worse i think that'd be frustrating yeah Mm-hmm. Okay, squeaky. Yeah, I was gonna say, can't be. <laughs> I'm not even moving that much. <laughs> <laughs> I know half the time, I'm like, shit, is that my chair? Because I, I have never lot. heard that chair squeak before, and then it wasn't squeaking at all. And earlier, <laughs> and okay, well, why are you even drawing attention to this? Because no yeah, one can hear probably this. Probably not picking up. No one can put hear your this. mic down there. Yeah. Andy. Uh, but yeah, I, I want to see this movie. I imagine it's gonna be difficult to see it. The first week, at least, it's probably mostly sold out. They they through Christmas, I guess. They advertise, right you know, the pre-sale tickets so much. That, like, yeah, I'll see it at some point. I don't know. I'll be traveling too. It's, I don't like seeing movies after they've been in theaters for more than nine days. <laughs> okay, it's weird. I don't know. It's like watching a basketball game at, recorded. Like it's like oh, everyone already knows what happens. Yeah, but you don't, hopefully. Yeah, but I feel like I'm not part of the party at that. I point. know, I know. It yeah. can be rough sometimes. Well, it's tough with those movies that are actually like. I, I, if you're talking about like those big, big ones, because I remember, wasn't hasn't there been stuff before where you get like those people that are waiting in line and some jackass will drive by and be like, oh, Harrison Ford dies. Like, I think oh, I yeah. heard stories of that, like someone yelling out, Han Solo dies. Like, it's just like, then you're just like, okay, cool, buddy. Like, yeah, I'm sorry your parents, broke down and sorry your parents hated you. Yeah, it was it was a big thing. And I mean, here's, I mean, you already gave up the spoiler. If no one's seen. Oh, if no one's seven, seen it by now, then they don't give um, a shit. Yeah, that was years ago. <laughs> it was on like on Reddit. People would post it in like random conversations about everything. Just put like an all bold, like. Well, they Kylo Ren is Han Solo's son, and he kills him. And it's like, well, well here's the thing you, with that, Andy, is you, you see those two in random comments. Like, if yeah. Barstool posts like a video of like some lady going crazy on a subway, someone will comment and be like, "Iron Man does." Yeah, like, shit like that. Yeah, that, that's one of them too. Those yeah. are the Just people like, you swat. I, yeah, I had the same thing with the new Avengers, where it's like, these are the two characters that die. Fuck you. It's like, God <laughs> damn it! How do you enjoy doing that to people? It's fucking <laughs> stupid. 
Uh, it it is stupid and it's like it really is it's people that are broken lives and are just upset people so they they get joy out of making other people upset Mm -hmm. yeah i know another one was. i bet they drive priuses not this last avengers but the one before that where they turned to dust where there were all these memes of like people turning to dust and it's like oh that's what happens avengers i haven't seen it yet but it's like i'm waiting for that to happen yeah it was like i think it was like james harden turning to dust and it's like oh cool meme all right but then he spoiled the movie for me yeah. He got fouled, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Should we uh, get into what we've been watching? Yeah. All right. Um, I actually... We'll do Knives Out at the end. Okay. For uh, spoiler reasons, I guess. Uh, let's not spoil anything, but just to make sense. I started watching today. So I took a, a day off today because I had time to burn, basically. And uh, I found on Netflix... A uh, series called The Movies That Made Us. That's a CNN thing, right? No, this is a Netflix original. Oh, yeah, yeah okay, yeah. So the first one is about Dirty Dancing. Who cares? Um, the second one is about Home Alone. The oh. third one is about Ghostbusters. But the second one yeah. in particular is what I want to zero in on. Yeah, this I is never they, watched the Dirty Dancing. Netflix one. also did The Toys That Made Us. Yeah, which uh, okay. a second season came out not too. I yeah. mean, about like an but there's also. Sketch. There's a CNN. There really is stuff like that. It's basically like GI Joes and yeah. There's a good <clears> one on Star Wars toys just in general. And it's like, mm. I used to collect Star Wars toys. Yeah. I think I've told that story before about well, how if you collected those ones from like 1977, oh well, you're a fucking billionaire. I wasn't around yet. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, Steve Carell. And it it was the people that just didn't. Well, they'd buy one to play with and buy one to keep mm-hmm. in the box and shit like that. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, so this show, if you're not familiar about it, and I didn't know a thing about it, it just goes back and kind of has a, a a running conversation with the people who were involved in putting this movie together, uh, the actors involved, all of that kind of stuff. And it talks about well, one first thing. So um, this was written, the script was written in a weekend. He yeah. wrote Ferris Bueller's day off in a weekend. And next weekend, it seemed, it sounded like at least, and maybe I heard that wrong. The following weekend, he literally wrote home alone. That's we're talking crazy. about yeah. Uh, John Hughes. Yeah. So he calls up uh, the director, whose his name is escaping me at this moment. Uh, well, the director is Christopher Columbus, and that's that's, that's right. real. That's I'm not bullshitting. His last name is Columbus. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he had liked his work, even though he had he made a bomb movie just prior, but uh, wanted him to do this because he John Hughes didn't have time. And uh, they have a budget issue, but long story short, they have a school that they filmed Ferris Bueller in, in Chicago mm-hmm. that's abandoned. So they could f- like set, they're like, oh shit, we'll just make this a studio. So one of the, two of the really cool things, most of the, the stuff in the house is filmed in the gymnasium where they built a replica house. Yeah. Because they couldn't get a camera crew in that home in Chicago. The other really cool thing, and I never would have guessed this, but it makes total sense. The wet bandits running water everywhere. They just built a set over the swimming pool. So all okay. that water is running into a drain in the pool. It didn't ruin anything anywhere. How rad yeah. is that? How smart is that? Yeah, it's funny. I I watched Home Alone this weekend. It's like I'll watch a Holiday movie. Who wouldn't watch? And it? I, I when I watch movies like that I've seen, I'll usually like have Wikipedia open, looking at. I love looking at the, the, like, the random trivia. I kind of uh, so I did something like that with this past Friday, which I'll get to when I talk about it. But when I watched The Grinch. The one with Jim Carrey about how I, I was looking at him like, dude, there must have been like, <clears throat> like that time. I was just curious what the time for his makeup was and stuff because I was like, oh, yeah. it's oh, pretty intense. And I that. and I looked it up and it said 
whenever he would go in there for it, it was eight hours. And he said it got to the point where he would get so frustrated that at one point it led to him kicking a hole into his, the trailer wall and made him almost, and made him want to quit the film or almost quit. But, uh, and I know I watched one documentary a while ago, the man on the moon one or whatever about Jim Carrey when he played Andy Kaufman in that movie. And he's an intense actor. Like he's very, Mm -hmm. once he gets in, once he's on set and he's in the role, you can't get him out of it until it's done. So, I mean, Daniel day Lewis. Yeah. So it's, I know I've heard like from what that documentary said, it seemed like he's tough to work with, but then he also did say that at that time he learned him. He just tried to become, he became a Zen master. He said, (laughs) which I mean, here we are when you see him, you see him like 20 years later, pretty much. And it's like, He's out there all right now. Yeah. He is very philosophical. Uh, but yeah, I mean, other than the movie, which we'll get to, I I mean, if you like those old movies, and I mean, Ghostbusters, Home Alone, those are perfect. Yeah, I have I'd, no idea I'd, what else is on there. I'd be interested in the Home Alone one. Dirty it, Dancing, yeah. probably not so much. No. Did they, did they awesome. get into, the thing I read was that Daniel Stern quit yeah. like two days in. Yeah, and, and, and so the back. guy who ended up being like a detective, or he's in the movie somewhere. I think he's a cop. Yeah. I don't remember where, was going to be the other burglar and then two days in john hughes is like this isn't working yeah and i think joe pesci even uh was like no and joe pesci is buddy buddy with stern because they had done a movie i don't know however many years before that and really liked him and then what was awesome so he's filming city slickers he's in this documentary too yeah and uh he says billy crystal's coming up to him every week he's like home alone is number one again again (laughs) again again for like 10 fucking weeks yeah I, i think i read that too that it was like it kept going through January, like way after Christmas and everything. It's a like, movie how is this still? That was going to get canceled because yeah. initially the budget was $10 million. Then they reevaluated. They're like, we need, I think they said like 15.5 or 14.5. And they're like, we'll give you 13 or 14, a million and a half shy. And they almost scrapped the movie literally because of that. Yeah. Like, how stupid are these no, uh, movie studios sometimes. How smart are they at the same time, I guess? Obviously, it works out. But imagine what kind of amazing movies haven't been made because of, you know, yeah. 5% more in budget. Stupid. But I'm I, this is one of the coolest things I've ever seen Netflix do. Hats off to them. Yeah, no, I like those well-made, like... How long is it? Stuff. Like a half hour? Half hour shows, yeah. yeah. I might actually look into that then because I know there's like, like even last night when I got home here, it was like nine o'clock and it's at that time where it's like, I've never been good at sleeping early. So it's like, I was like, oh, I've got like a, I feel like I can, you know, got like 30, 45 minutes to kill before I like be wanting to go to bed. And I remember I was just like sitting there, but I was like, oh, I mean, I don't, I'm obviously not going to want to put on a movie, but then I was like, I can never find a, like a half hour show or something that I haven't already seen and stuff. So, so they're actually about 45 minutes and there's only four episodes in the first season. So we got Dirty Dancing, Home Alone, Ghostbusters, and Die Hard. Okay. That's solid. Yeah. I've never seen Dirty Dancing, but I like the other You don't one. need to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're going to be like, yeah, it was filmed in a dance studio. He threw up in the air and yeah, it was pretty dirty. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, Tony, you want to go? Yeah, I'll go. I uh, though we actually had a night in on Friday night. Me, producer Luke, and Wrecking Ball Joe, and the three of us just kicked it here, and uh, we watched How the Grinch Stole Christmas, which I think we ba- which we've all seen. You know, it's it's a good one though. It's a good Christmas movie. It's a classic one. I don't like it, but yeah, everybody, I, everybody that I've talked to, like literally, you're the first person that has said they don't like it. Most people are like, that's like one of my favorites. I I mean, I like it, not my favorite, but I mean. I like it. I just don't understand these Whoville people. Like I, we were even saying yesterday. Like I just don't get the scene where there's the two little midget Whoville people that are like, and by midget I mean Barbie doll size that are driving like the little car, and he just 
picks it up and then now he's driving it and it's like, who are these Whoville characters? And then it's like, you know, the Grinch was bullied. You know, they should, like, I don't feel bad for them at all when he comes into town and ruins stuff. Yeah, but no, anyway, the, the Who's were not good people in this movie. Yeah, no, they're not. And that's one of the problems uh, with it. Also, and that one guy, it's, uh, what's his name? Cabran? Who's the Jeff? What? Whatever. The guy from... Uh, uh, Jeffrey Tambor? Yeah, thank you. Cabran. <laughs> it's like, what are you saying? Brand? I don't know. I knew he's there like was the mayor, words. But, yeah. yeah, but he's the mayor, but it's like, he's just not a nice guy either. No, he's terrible. And then especially knowing how he's not a very nice person in general, it's like, you look at that too, and you're like, this is just a mean, mean man. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but... Uh, so yeah, that's a classic one. Everyone's seen it. But uh, the one that I really enjoyed, which I didn't even realize was from 2015, because I, I remember seeing the trailer when it was first coming out, and I feel like we were in what's now my room, the old office, when we first saw the trailer, but of the, the movie The Night Before. So I didn't. that's why I didn't realize it was from 2015. I thought it was like 2017 or 2018, but like I said, time just flies. I mean, I've seen that on like cable like already, so it's, yeah. it's been a while. But I'll tell you what, me, Joe, and Luke, we laughed. I yeah. I thought it was hilarious. Like there are those scenes where it's because it's classic, like you just said, it's classic uh, Rogan where he's just on drugs and he's just he does it so well. Like you know, it's just even like also when uh, what is it uh, where he's feeling the chairs where they take the mushrooms. Oh, in uh, yeah, knocked up. Yeah, and it's like that's just classic Seth Rogan. It's like he's just when they do that when he does those drug scenes, Pineapple Express, everything. It's just he's so good at it, which you know probably comes from experience, but. Yeah. He's just so good. And then the scene where they're in the church and he's tripping out and he's wearing his Jewish Christmas yeah. sweater. I just, I enjoyed that movie a lot and it was fairly raunchy. And it's like, I, I just, I don't know. I enjoyed it. It gave me a lot of good laughs and I don't know how I didn't see it sooner, but all three of us just were cracking up the whole time. So that was definitely a very enjoyable movie that I, I like. Very nice. Yeah. Anything else for you, Tone? Uh, no, I think that's pretty much the bulk of it. I watched the, yeah, I think just that Friday night. I don't really know anything else off the top of my head. So, Alrighty. Well, Andy, uh, anything before Knives Out? Uh, yeah, I also watched Shazam. Oh. This is uh, another HBO film. Yeah. Um, a DC Comics superhero movie uh, taking place, I guess, after the Justice League kind of stuff. So, like, People are aware of Batman and Superman. Like one of the characters is is like a, a fan, and he's like, "Oh, here's a battering I got, and here's a, a bullet from Superman." And um, I thought that was cool that they're like setting it up, like, "Oh, they just happen to live in a world that the superheroes are real, and it's not that big of a deal." Mm-hmm. Um, and this one, basically, this kid gets a superpower from a wizard named Shazam, and that's why it's called that. It's not the Shack Wizard, different type of wizard. Um, and basically becomes like an adult superhero. Like when he, he has to say Shazam and he'll transform into like a Superman type character. Okay. So he goes from like a 14 year old to, you know, an adult. And so what was good is that is a mix of between big and Superman where he's a 14 year old in this adult body. And of course he has to go buy beer. That is funny. And I really enjoyed, there was like a, in a fight scene where in a mall and he lands into the toy store and then runs on the giant piano. And I'm like, Oh, classic good good big reference right there i might watch that then. Um, it seems interesting and yeah it's it's fun it's got the the kid from it that was like the the like smaller smallest one who i thought was always fun he was the one who's like always afraid of shit 
who always wore like a, his like mom a was fanny like pack. fat. Yeah. Is he the one that had like the breathing? Like yeah, the, yeah, that yeah. Takes the, I so, can't, I don't know why I couldn't think of what that's called. So I mean, this the is inhaler. Yeah, it's the breathing. <laughs> is he the one that breathes, Andy? So this is two years later, so he's older. Yeah. Um, but he's not as awkward as the Stranger Things kid, I would say. Funny but, enough, one of the kids from, wasn't it It or was it Stranger Things in Knives Out 2? Yeah, it's another kid from It. it. All those kids from It are in Blossoming. Shit. Yeah, it's impressive. The other kid from It was in that Are You Afraid of the Dark that we never finished. You finished it? No, we never finished it. Okay, but. yeah. We have two episodes <laughs> left. God damn it. I would like to watch that. We're well past the holiday season. <laughs> okay, at app. this point, is it on YouTube? Do we think it's on YouTube We now? have the Nick app. I, mean, I, know, I know, but I mean, I'd like to watch it in the living room. Yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah it's a fun movie. Just stupid shit. It's like, the, this, the thing is, like this guy's way overpowered as a superhero, but because it's a 14-year-old controlling it, that's kind of the struggle there. Mm-hmm. Um, I get that. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's funny that the DC stuff, where it's like serious Superman, Batman, is just shit. But like the fun stuff, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, yeah, that's their niche. Is, is better. And it's like, so I don't know. They, they did announce a sequel already for this. So, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Now he's 15. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, I think what's funny is that this character originally was called Captain Marvel in the 40s when they invented it. Huh. Then it went dormant. And when they came back, Marvel had a, already created their Captain that Marvel. That was a girl. And they're like, no, you can't have that name anymore. So like, okay, we'll just call it Shazam. Hmm. Yeah. Which everyone's like, Shaq's movie? <laughs> yeah, 1972. <laughs> um, okay, anything else? No, let's get into Knives Out. All right. So I saw it Friday night. When did you? You said Saturday morning? Yes. Um, so you knew the ending before I did. Yeah. You feel lucky about that. Yeah. Um, the cast and the score is what kept my attention because, uh, I don't know. The Rotten Tomato score, not the musical score. (laughs) What? The Rotten Tomato (laughs) score? Yeah. Okay. Not like the musical score. No, 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 no. (laughs) Um, it's a great composer that I was really into. Well, we all know who the best composer is, There was one song in there, I remember, that was a Rolling Stone song to finish it, which is cool. Sweet Virginia, right? I don't remember. Andy, we know the best composer though, right? Jeff Fisher. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, the score on Rotten Tomatoes. Cause when I initially saw the trailer, I was like, eh, this looks kind of stupid. But uh, yeah, and then everyone's like, no, it's really good. So, I mean, everyone on there is a, this is a fantastic cast, all the way down to, uh, it all goes back to Home Improvement, M. Emmett Walsh. Yeah. He's the uh, security guy. Uh, on the on the grounds. whenever that guy shows up in things, it's like how does that guy reel? It's it's just amazing. So he's born at thirty five. <laughs> he's not crazy old. Uh, he looks, and I bet they kind of doctored him up for that. I don't know. It's he just like that everything he's in, he's looks dead like yeah. wounds on his yeah. face. Uh, but this is one of the only movies I've really enjoyed Chris Evans in. He's had a, a interesting career because. This role was way more like old Chris Evans. Yeah. But like Captain America Chris Evans was like playing against type. Because mm-hmm. like that Fantastic Four, he was a, a dickhead in that thing. Uh, not another team movie was kind of weird. But it's like yeah. that was that's what he was, was kind of like a, I don't know, aggressive guy. It was it was mm-hmm. good. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, Michael Shannon, Don Johnson, Tony Collette. I mean, yeah. I love seeing Don Johnson. He's. I kind of feel bad that he always has to be like kind of racist and like not a good character. He's never like a good person. No, he's not. So it's like, get him a hero role again. I mean, he does it well. Yeah, I'm sure he has fun with it too. Uh, and then Daniel Craig is is 
pretty good too. Um, I enjoyed all of it, and yeah, you. I was a little disappointed with uh, uh, to start, I guess, of like, oh, like they just let you uh, know right off the bat what was what, but then yeah. they do a great job of just kind of just throwing, taking you that rug out from underneath you. Yeah, I think they didn't want to just be like, oh, it's the whole way, it's a murder mystery where you don't know, and then at the end, something's like they wanted something more there, and mm-hmm. there was, and it, it the cast was huge. My complaint is that they didn't get to all do a lot. Like the the kid from it, um, who's supposed to be like sixteen in there, he he had like three funny lines because that's all they gave him. Where yeah. just like the whole point of that character is he's on his phone the whole time, yeah, being like an internet asshole, <laughs> and then <laughs> like we'll the, say something. You're like, masturbating in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> and he yells, "Anchor baby!" Yeah, he calls someone an anchor baby, and it's like it's out of nowhere because like he doesn't talk. But yeah, then there's like uh, I guess that that was the girl from Thirteen Reasons Why. Yeah. Which um, I don't need to see her in things. I don't think she's that good. And then uh, I guess her, her name's Edie Patterson from uh, Righteous Gemstones and uh, yeah, the Vice sister. Principals. Yeah, and it was such a nothing role. And it's like, oh, Fran. she she did such a good job in those HBO shows. And it's like, oh, it's good she's gonna get something more. And it's like she didn't have much to do here. Even yeah. I'd say Jamie Lee Curtis didn't have much to do here. That- so I wonder, is this gonna kind of kickstart? this genre coming back because what was the last you know murder mystery movie yeah there's been stuff like this and i couldn't know, think of anything I, I'm, yeah i can't think of top of my head or they did it say by the bell yeah which was a good one I, I could probably think of something but not right now i did i did like the like funny detective thing yeah which and the grandma when yeah. they're like how old is she and she's like i don't yeah. even know <laughs> But uh, Ryan Johnson said he would he would be interested in maybe making something else with Daniel Craig as the uh, detective. And what was great about it is that he's doing an exaggerated Southern accent. That's like I don't know how believable this is or how good he it is. Must have just enjoyed doing. But it. it's it's hilarious and it's fun and I mean it's like it's funny because the only other time I remember him doing an American playing an American character. He was also a Southern guy in, um, I can't remember what that movie was called, but it was one that like robbed the NASCAR race. Oh, yeah. Um, and they had to break him out of jail to... <laughs> oh, what the hell is that I called? can't remember what that was called. It was Channing Tatum, Adam Driver. It's really good. Luke something or other? I don't, I don't remember what that was at all. But... I'll have it to you in a second. Well, it was really funny and he was he was great in there. And again, you know, just playing a Southern character. Um, when the hell did that come out? I don't know. Just say Channing Tatum, 2017. Lucky Logan. Logan Lucky. Go. Yeah. There it is. Um, um, but yeah, all in all, I, I enjoyed the hell out of it. There was some funny moments in there. Um, when, when she's like, the grandma's just staring out the window and she's trying to be all sneaky. <laughs> she just crawls right in front of her. Yeah. Um, also, just anytime I saw that grandma, I was laughing my ass off. She's just wearing like everything she's ever owned and she doesn't move and she really does not talk a whole lot. Yeah, and you don't they just don't explain it very much and like hey, you don't need Plummer's to. Plummer's yeah. mom and yeah. he's 90 or whatever. <laughs> uh, no, I thought it was great. Yeah. And I I think one of the things that's unexpected is that um really the lead is Ana de Armas who is an up and comer, which I saw she's actually going to be in the new Bond movie. So it's funny that she's had so much screen time here with Daniel Craig. Hmm. Um, she was probably best known for that Blade Runner movie where she played the like robot, not robot, uh, an AI thing. 
Yeah. Um, but she was really the star of the movie. Yeah, she was really good. And it's like, oh, she's probably one of the least known of that group. From Cuba. Yeah. And also, like, none of them knew where she was from. Yeah, that was a good running joke. Yeah. What did they say? Like, Guadalajara? Yeah, and she's from Guatemala and Guatemala, Colombia and Peru or something. Yeah. Rich but people, they don't give a shit. I did like that. There, I saw two movies this year now about rich families and how they're broken, and but they're both the comedies that, that us, uh, ready or not. Oh, that was like that was the one where she gets married, then they have to actually hunt oh, her down. Oh yeah, that's right. And it's big like, old oh, house. It's a, it's a popular genre now. Is a movie in a big house with like old wealth that are not great people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, anything else? Yeah. That wrap us up. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll do it for uh, episode 148 of the Tony's Take podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Tony Katz. Yes, we did. And the off-road Andy. <clears throat> yeah, see you in 2020. If you don't listen to our special episodes. Yeah. There you I mean, is that going to be the next time we listen? We go? Well, the next time we do one of these. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. let's so. give them the schedule. <laughs> yeah, so uh, real quick, let, let them know what's coming. We have the bowl. Episode. So, so yeah, we're gonna do a college football bowls game uh, episode, which will come out tomorrow. Tomorrow, and then we're gonna have that'll the, be out tomorrow. Tomorrow, as in tomorrow after this episode, as in tomorrow. Thursday. Okay. Yes, and then uh, we'll have the, and that's perfect because the games start Friday, so you know you can listen up on that and get to hear what uh, what who we think's gonna win. We're just gonna give you who we think the winners are, and then uh, yeah, we'll have the sports one, and then. Next week, around uh, what we said, the twenty sixth, we're gonna have the. I think we're gonna do twenty fourth. We'll put out the best of. Okay, and then we're also gonna do a predictions one. When and predictions will be probably the thirty first will be out. So twenty twenty predictions, sports and entertainment. What is gonna happen in the world of sports, the world of entertainment? Yes, we will tell you what we think. I like it, and you'll have that to start your new year. Perfect. Gotta love it. All right. Well, we'll see you next time.